by Blacks is the number one black Canadian online magazine. Marcus Medford is joining me now. He's freelance journalist, editor, and poet born and raised right here in the Toronto area. Hey, Marcus. Hello. Good to speak to you again. You as well. So you wrote an article um, on buyblacks.com. The headline reads, Growing up, Black History Month felt more like white cruelty month. I have a love-hate relationship with Black History Month as well. Uh, tell me again, tell me, first of all, what motivated you to write this and and share some of the thoughts of how you've grappled with being a Black person uh, celebrating Black History Month in this country. Yeah, sure. The um, I guess the impetus to write this piece um, came after 2020, um, one of my friends from high school, um, her name is Abby. She is an educator um, working within GTA. And she was reaching out to some of the Black people that she knew, uh, like journalists, friends, um, teachers, and like. And she was asking about what our thoughts and experiences um, with Black History Month had been. And and to the point that you just said about having a love-hate relationship, I remember when she asked me about it, I... I didn't have very many positive things to to say about it. I, I did not enjoy Black History Month, um, especially in elementary school. Like it just felt like it just felt like really negative history lessons that that were all about me and like and, and my people and people who look like me. And they were just overwhelmingly negative. So I, I didn't enjoy them. Um, but I think that after George Floyd's death, I think that there was a, a more conscious effort to, um, because it was such a, a, a tragic um, and sad moment, I think that there was a lot of emphasis on being more celebratory, on not just focusing on on the negative and on the trauma. And when uh, the conversation shifted to that, and when I heard people talking about that, that was something that that had resonated with me. And the original title of, of the article was Why I Never Liked Bra uh, Black History Month Growing Up. And that was kind of the, the thesis that, um, that drove the article forward. You also talk about um, unlearning. Uh, part of the unlearning of this process is, is your personal learning of your, uh, of your history, of your personal story. And, and I think about, you know, as I was reading your piece, Marcus, uh, so well written. Um, I felt yeah. like as a black person, I, we need to know our history. But I always felt like Black History Month was more for uh, the white students in the class and uh, wasn't always, as you said, focused on culture and celebra celebrating who we are as black people. And so how do we how do we deal with that tension, Marcus? Because I think there is a place for understanding Canadian history. I, I like to say, you know, this is about Canadian history and, mm. and, and black history is a part of Canadian history. And that needs to be taught because I mean, I, I literally just learned the fact that there were black people in Nova Scotia for, you know, for over 400 years. I literally just learned that last year. And so there's yeah. so much Cana black Canadian uh, heritage that we need to understand. So how do we make space for that, but also make space for celebrating who we are as well? Because they're both so important. I, I, I absolutely agree. Um, I, I think that 
And I don't know how practical this actually would be, but I was thinking about um, when I was in the process of kind of just like spewing out my thoughts uh, about Black History Month and what I wanted to get out of this piece. There, there was almost a thought that I had that it, that Black History Month should be almost split into weeks. Like if you were going to look at it through the lens of, of school and having like a, a lesson and a syllabus, because I do think that there should be there, there definitely should be a portion that does look at uh, segregation that does look at the uh, North Atlantic slave trade and does look at um, like plantations and, and things like that. The 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 darker parts of the history. The for me, what was like the star of Black History Month, which is totally wrong. But I I do think that there does also need to be that time to like if you're from Ghana, if you're from Trinidad, if you're from um, somewhere in the states, learning about the specific the specific cultures of specific countries and of specific peoples. Um, I do also think that there should be like a separate section that looks at uh, like black trailblazers, like looks at people like Muhammad Ali, like Martin Luther King, looks at like contemporary people like Gene Augustine, who's the reason that there is Black History Month in Canada. Um, so I, I think that I do think that Black History Month needs to have all of these all of these different components. And I do think that it is um, uh, a challenge for for educators and people who are coming up with curriculums, but I think it's also a challenge for people who are outside of school and who don't have who don't have that same kind of structure to when they're learning about their history and, and kind of exploring what blackness means to them or what blackness means if they're not a black person. I think that it it, it can be difficult to remember to have all of those different elements in there because I I do think that that is. Um, I think that's that's what's necessary. I think that there needs to be celebra- there needs to be celebration. There needs to be acknowledgement of of achievements. There needs to be uh, looking at like, for example, I know the last time we spoke, we spoke about housing, and it's yeah. like looking at how um, racism in the past towards Black people, what implications that has to housing now. Uh, same thing, looking at, at policing and how did how did policing and slave patrols? How does that influence like? Um, use of force data on, on black people now. So I do think that Black History Month needs to have all of these different components in there. And I think that, I mean, it's a, it's a collective challenge for all of us to figure out I think, how to go about teaching and learning about it effectively. I think, I think when you were saying that, Marcus, what dawned on me is that it's so much trauma that is mm-hmm. compacted in a month. And as we, mm-hmm. you know, we jokingly as black people say the shortest month of the year, right? And so yeah. it's like all of this trauma, all of this stuff is like brought to the surface every year and it's truncated all in. So you hear, you know, like, you know, the, the torment and everything that our people have gone through. And then, and, you know, we sprinkle in a little bit of culture and hope in there, but it's just so much. And I think that's a part of the argument that I've made that, you know, I know this could be this ruffles some feathers, but that it, our history needs to be our history, and this needs to bleed throughout the year. It needs it. We just we can't be concentrated on just February because it's just it's too much. Canadian history needs to be more inclusive, and that's what needs Absolutely. to happen. And so, you know, as we talk about you, seller, I have literally a minute left, Marcus, but I want to talk about you rediscovering yourself as a black man. And finding out more about your family and trying to find out more about where you came from. Like, how liberating has that been in starting to celebrate who you are and where you came from? Uh, it, it's definitely been good. Um, I think that it's, 
not to be dramatic, but it feels like in some ways that I'm kind of like filling a hole w- within me. Mm. I think that when people would talk about um, like the tribes that their family are from, like, or their, their deep histories that go back like hundreds of years, I wasn't able to do that. So being able to uh, learn a little bit more about the my ancestors who came from Trinidad and Jamaica, like even to hear from from my grandparents who grew up in those countries about what their life was like then, what immigrating was like, uh, hearing about the recipes. I I feel like I've I'm able to fill in fill in details to my backstory that I that I wasn't able to. Um, I think that not knowing not knowing those things. I didn't enjoy the fact that I didn't know those things because if they felt like they're such core things to me and just hearing other people be able to kind of rattle off these these facts about their their family and their history and and to feel pride in them is um something that I didn't always feel I was able to do so I'm glad to um to be able to do that and i think that in terms of like for example learning uh, about the history of carnival and dance mm. it's it's made me enjoy doing those dances and doing those steps more knowing the history behind them and knowing um the knowing positivity that is kind of baked into it yeah and knowing who you are 